What's up, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> Welcome to episode 30 of Epitome of Stupidity. The holy hangover, Batman. Uh, allegedly favorite metal podcast. Nothing. Favorite? Allegedly metal? Favorite? Me- uh, this is good speaking. It's earlier than usual. Yes, it is uh, 1041 in the morning. And I... And Clint is drinking. I'm employing the hair of the dog that bit me scheme to uh, make myself better. I'm also employing Psychroptics Directive. That is the fucking crazy metal mist you're hearing in the background. Um, so good, we use it two weeks in a row. Not so, that song. Not but that, that song, but I th- you just used a, a clip of the song in the review, right? You used the whole damn song. Did you? Yeah. Where? In the review. In the review? Shows how much Clint listens I to his own fucking to- show. <laughs> and what's funny about that is I even told you I was going to do that. Well, you know, I drink a lot. Mm-hmm. He's laughing at me because I can't remember shit. What was your name again? What's the name of the book that we're talking about today? Harvesty. Harvest, Harvest, Harvest Dunn? Hardesty Heights. Hardesty. Okay. We'll get to that. Anyways, Brian, what are you listening to? Uh, you know what I listen to, Clinton? You're going to have fun with this. Mad season. Oh, dude. I, I, do you really expect me to dog on that? Yeah. That is it's... one of my all-time favorite albums. Oh. That's probably top five for me. I, I adore that album. Well, that's good. And then... um. I listened to some, of course, Soulfly that was on yesterday. Wait a second. Isn't there like a Matchbox 20 album named Mad Season? We are talking Lane Staley Mad Season. Lane Staley. Okay. Yes. Talking Lane Staley. And uh, I did go back to some Psychroptic and uh, some shitty bands you pointed me to. I don't remember their names. (laughs) Um, But I did find find a cool band I didn't know of called, I'm assuming it's pronounced Han. I dig. I dug that stuff. The, uh, oh yeah, the uh, the Aqualam guys. Aqualam. Hey, Aqualam. Yeah. H a a n Han. Do, what, do you want to tell everybody your super funny joke? <laughs> no, I forget it. <laughs> it was something about their solo album. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh-huh. you're funny. <laughs> um, that's all I got. That's all you got. Mm-hmm. What do I have written down here? Oh yeah, I dude. I started the week. Uh, with a hard run on the Manus Brothers, they're, I think they're playing their last show with Twenty Watt tonight. Uh, tonight being the whateverth day of November seventeenth, seventeenth day, day of November, a Saturday. And uh, yeah, I did me a hard run of the Manus Brothers earlier this week. Uh, that song, the last song on there, it's only like twenty minutes long. Last song, something like Davies Blues or some shit. That, that's an excellent fucking song. A uh, good bit of Skeleton Witch. <laughs> And some Yob. And because we got some good news for fucking once, uh, I also did a hard run of some Seven Dust. Woot. Woot. Yes, sir. It was Which one? Uh, all of them. I got a, uh, a playlist on uh, Spotify, like one of three playlists I've actually made for myself. And uh, it's just all the good stuff. So Will that I come say, up on the EOS Spotify? No. Oh. But I can give it to you. I'll give it to you if you want, Brian. Give it to me. You're you're already behind me, Clint. Just give it to me. <laughs> I was wondering, what do you think Josh Kirk's been listening to? I don't even know who that is. You don't even know who that is? Th- is that the dude from um, Four Stroke? No, no, no. Oh, that's just Kirk. That's just Kirk. Oh. Um, Josh Kirk's like a, a world famous author. He's like, ah, oh, I, I love think, that guy. It's, man. Uh, he has the warmest hug. I, s- <laughs> I saw this thing where Stephen King was talking about how when he grows up, he wants to be like Josh Kirk and all this shit. So, uh, we actually kind of kidnapped him. He's in studio. Don't alert the authorities. How you doing, Josh? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Sultry tones. Yes. So a quick backstory on Josh Kirk, the famous author. Famous. 
Uh, Eat it, Stephen King. <laughs> I know I met you in middle school. I think that you know. I think that's where it started. That's where the love affair began. Yes. We uh we proceeded to become the bestest of friends, secret handshakes, and everything, and uh, eventually created a band by the moniker Total Chaos. Yes. <laughs> Before there was Google to figure out there was already a <laughs> shitty band called Total Chaos. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, the nineties. Then our hit single, uh, it peaked. Peaked on the char- chart at two and a half at the basement top billboard uh, for Blink. Blink. It was. It was <laughs> Blink, yes. Didn't we play Mbop too? We, uh, Josh would, we might have. Josh would always yeah. bust out the Mbop. And I, this is when I played the drums <laughs> in that iteration of, of my life. So that's where that, that's where that f- fun began. Yeah. Uh, fast forward 67 years, <laughs> our baby's become an author. Yes. Out of Out of nowhere, I had no idea that that this would be such a thing, but you know, we go way back, and when your friends do cool shit, you bring them on your shitty podcast right. and make them suffer. Yeah. What's, I mean, yeah, what the hell it, else would you do on a Saturday morning? <laughs> yeah. So what do you, what have you been listening to lately, Josh? Being a, he is a musician himself, obviously. So wait, before we get too much farther, let's say Josh Kirk. Name of the book is Harvest because yeah. we we done said seventy five different versions of that. <laughs> yeah, it is Harvest. It, it is, is Harvest. Yes. Other than that, what have you been listening to, there, big guy? Um. Well, like I said, um, when you have four children and one of them is a, the youngest being a girl, you're usually stuck with Guar. Uh, I terrible, <laughs> terrible choices. However, when I'm, when I'm by myself having alone time <laughs> with the radio, uh, man, I still, listen, I still listen to like the classic stuff, man, like the Hendrix, the Clapton's, yeah. the, you know? Uh, some some older Metallica for you know for Ooh, whom yeah. the bell tolls. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. You know when when they're around, it's like One Direction and all that garbage. So. My yeah. One Direction would be out of the room. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. uh. I believe that's the first. I don't think those guys have come up on this stupid show yet. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations! Woo! I just broke. I just popped that cherry. Yeah. Fucking breaking down walls. <laughs> yeah. I can't do things without music. I can't do things without listening to something. Were you listening to shit while you were writing? I there were moments I did. Yeah, um, that's got to be tough. Yeah, it, it actually is because I'm the type of person that you know, if I'm distracted, it's game over. You know, the right. writing's out the fucking window. <laughs> um, everybody's got to be quiet. So, you know, it's the same way with reading with me. If if there's stuff going on, I've, I'm like I'm like that dog in the cartoon. Right. Like, oh shit, squirrel! You know, and, <laughs> and runs off. That that's me. So, uh, but yeah, there were there were times, you know, that I I did listen to some stuff while I'm on the computer. You know, I had uh, the music playing, right? And, so, but yeah, it, there's one scene in the book, and I won't go too far into it. Where, right. Uh, one of the main guys is uh is actually listening to an old classical uh song, and that was I had that on while I was writing it just to kind of get in that. Uh, that tone, you right. know, so yeah, was, I remember what you're talking about, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely there. That's awesome. That's kind of a fun little side topic. Or, how many like actual, uh, I mean, I remember there being like a Stephen King reference, there's a music reference. How many of those little things plucked straight from Josh's life are in there? Oh, wow. Um, quite, they're actually probably more than I can point out right now. There's references to uh, names. To, yeah, that's uh, about the name of the city. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's a funny story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, w- the one of the main cities in it, 
uh, is is Colson. I made it up uh, simply because I was sitting around one day and was looking at a an old generator that had a Kohler motor on it. And that's where <laughs> Colson comes from. Yeah. So I mean, you know, w- once you get into it, writing, y- you try and be original, and to uh, that's where you basically pull ideas out of your hind end. Right. So Colson came right out of the depths of my bunghole. <laughs> Uh, real quick, you know, uh, this is a a horror book. I would class people die all the time. It's pretty brutal. There's even some cannibalism going on. He doesn't get much more metal than that. Uh, just want to put that out there. It's like you know, what kind of book is what 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 is it categorized on on Amazon? Um, it's under the horror suspense okay. slash thriller. Thriller. Yeah. Okay. I mean, did you pick there. that? Do you set that or yeah? Yeah. Okay. I, to to a certain degree, yeah. Okay. Um, but it's it's pretty intense, man. And and that's kind of what I wanted, you know, when I sat down to write it. I wanted something that from the beginning you were hooked. Yeah. You know? It's yeah, opening scene. Yeah, just people dead right then and there. Yeah. It's uh, it's easy to not put down. It's easy yeah. to sit there with. It, it, mission accomplished there. Right. So the so. From inception, like, well, not really an inception, like, okay, I'm going to write a book. I turn the laptop on. I'm here you are, you know, opens in a graveyard to you wrapped it up, books over. What is the timeline there? Wow. Uh, probably from writing the first chapter to the final chapter, it was probably about two years. Oh, wow. For the simple fact of when I wrote the first chapter, my intentions were to pass that chapter on to somebody to have them write the second chapter, pass it back, kind of like swap back and forth. Well, <clears throat> and that was actually my sister yeah, <laughs> who okay. dropped the ball on me when I sent it to her <laughs> and it sat there for a while, you know, and uh, it never came back. So one day I just sat down and said, you know, I got a story to tell. Let's do it. And uh, so, I mean, without that gap, it was it was probably about a year. I mean, oh, really? okay, so from... Uh, you know, beginning to end, it just, and then you get to a point where you're rewriting and then you go back and realize, well, that scene sucked. Let's take that out. <laughs> but when you take that out, then messes up this scene. Yeah, down how do I get load. here? Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I really thought it was going to be an easy process. Oh shit. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's not, you, you definitely, you got to give respect to these guys that, that yeah, really, do it every day. Yeah. Yeah, and and I'm no Stephen King or Dean Koontz. Those guys, those guys can sit down and rock out a novel. Right. You know, I'm not that guy. So, did you have this? You already so you had you already had this story kind of as, as a whole how it was going to end up, or is it you had the first chapter and then it just kind of took you from there? Well, I had the first chapter and it was just you know I wanted to get an intense start to a book. Yeah, and then like I said, it sat there, and then we were actually going to visit my sister in New York, and. If you've ever driven to New York from this beautiful state of Ohio, that's the longest, most boring drive <laughs> you'll ever take in your life. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, it, the kids were in the car. You know, my wife's in the car. We're tossing ideas back and forth. I'm like, well, check this out. This is, you know, an idea I had as a story. So we start talking about it, and I'm, like, building on it. And it basically, like, developed right there in a 10-hour drive to New York. That's awesome. So, uh, With the I'm, kids and the family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know sitting down in front of a computer to to write it it actually you know like kids get in here what was that shit you said before (laughs) (laughs) you know then you got to fill in the gaps and that's that was the that was the tough part i mean 
you know how you want a story to begin. You know how you want it to end. Yeah, and but you can, all that stuff in between. Yeah, you, you can write. Yeah. You could write this any you know, story in two pages or something. This, you know, but yeah. that, that doesn't make a good story. You right. got It's you know, you got to break it down. So, you know, as far as the length, were you were you expecting it to be shorter or longer? I, I you know, I had a I had a goal of eighty thousand words. That was you know after my research on um, what what does it take yeah. to be a novelist? You know, eighty thousand words is your average. So novel, you had eighty thousand so. and one in there. There was uh no nah, it was it was damn close I'll, I'll tell you there was a lot of like a high school then, paper you know, <laughs> a lot of adjectives and stuff but 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 yeah. but yeah uh it was a uh, it was a lot more challenging than what I thought it was going to be for sure you gonna do another one I actually have another one in the works right now awesome yeah so are we like taking away from writing time right now no do you have I'm I'm probably one of the biggest procrastinators in this room. <laughs> And, uh, I don't know, man. There's, there's some, <laughs> You're in a room with Clint. There's some stiff <laughs> competition in here. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, yeah. There's another one. There's another one that will be coming. That uh, I'm pretty excited. Completely about. different story. Completely different characters. Completely different. Same genre ish. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So yeah. people dying and all that good stuff. Uh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, a book without death is not a book. I'm right. Sorry. I don't understand how you. Yeah, or why you would bother with reading that. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Water for elephants or something. <laughs> well, just real quick, where are you at in that pro? Like, as far as one hundred eighty percent, twenty percent? Man, no, I'm yeah, I'm about twenty. 20%? I'm still okay. early in that one. Um, but yeah, I'm, so I'm means, excited about that one. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a good one. So that means you'll have to come back. So sorry about that. Oh, absolutely, man! I'll be pumped. He said, "Fakely." <laughs> See that? That's me putting in my writer <laughs> fucking part. Um, sales, more or less, about what you expected? About what I expected. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. 20,000. Hopefully everybody listening to this is going to buy 10 copies. 10 copies. Christmas. And yeah. you know what? That's uh, this as good a time as any to say for the people hearing this who want to borrow my copy. The answer is no. Mm-mm. Buy it. And if you tell me you want to read it, assume I'm going to get it for you for Christmas because yeah. that's what's going to happen. Right, man. Uh, you know, it's on Kindle. You can't get any cheaper than Kindle. And right. Everybody's like, well, I don't have a Kindle. But most of you assholes have a smartphone, <laughs> and then they'll download to that, too. It so. works the damn same. No, I, uh, I'm i pretty proud of it, man. I I was pretty I was pretty happy with the end result. Like I, like I said, you know, when you get to the end of it, after reading it, rewriting it, reading it, rewriting it, and doing that about ten more times, by the time you get done with that, you hate that story. But, uh, <laughs> and how's it? And I guess you know it's like a. I guess it's very comparable to an album, right? You you got it mixed and mastered, and you get it back, and you know you get it. You got it, and you're it's published, right? Like the the final book, and then you're like, "Fuck, I could have changed this. I should have done." You know, or, or oh, when yeah. do you know? When do you? Yeah. How do you? When do you know to, to stop fucking with it and just let it go? Is like when you're sick of fucking with it. That, that's <laughs> how, that's where I got. I was done. I was like, "That's let it, it ride." You know, and then I, you know, even after you put it out, somebody will somebody will send you a, a message or somebody will give you a phone call and say, "Hey, uh, this kind of wasn't right. You probably should have done this." It's like, you, where were you guys? Right. Guess <laughs> how much good that does me. Yeah, that's no, a good. Yeah. That's a good. Yeah. Uh, so here's a question: Have you had anyone say like, "What the fuck? This sucked." Not to my face. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And what about the cover? So uh, you know. Oh, the cover. Yeah, the cover was a story in itself. Um, 
you know, I, I had somebody design it that was like, oh, I got these great ideas. And, uh, you know, somebody you didn't gonna, know. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. And, uh, you know, well, it's going to be perfect. <laughs> great. Cool. You know, you, uh, this Perfect's is what, what I want. Yeah. They don't even know what my story's about yet. You know, so, <laughs> okay. so when I explained to it, they're like, oh yeah, I got the perfect ideas. And then like, you know, I, I want to take a guess a, at this. Yeah. I want to take a guess at this. He gave you back a picture of a dolphin jumping through a ring of fire. It might as well have been because the, <laughs> that would have been better. It looked like a Goosebumps cover. I was like, "What the <laughs> hell is this?" I mean, the font and everything was like Goosebumps. Like, uh, was it even yeah. textured? Man, it, it probably was. Uh, it didn't make it that far because they sent me the preview of it. And I was like, "Yeah, you're gonna change all of this because that's that's not gonna work for me." <laughs> so did, did, the same, did they finally get it right, or did you just go? Take a left turn and go with someone else. They finally got it right oh, on cool. my instruction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're gonna take this off and change this font to this, and I mean, if I had had the program, I'd have done it myself. <laughs> is what it feels like. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I hear you, man. Yeah, trying to design something with someone else's hands is is a tough. Yeah, absolutely tough thing. We uh we just did that to some extent. That's what I'm talking. Yeah, right. that's exactly the. You know, and you know do. exactly. It's like it's just right here in my brain. Just come get it, you fucking lazy asshole. <laughs> yeah, right. Just come right. take it out of my brain and do it, and let's get on with our lives. Yep. The uh, fortunately for us, our end of that, we didn't get a goosebumps thing. We got a stellar right idea off the that, back. Yeah, <laughs> killer yeah. skull. So, did you do the editing? Who did the editing? I uh, I hired an editor. Did you to do it? Yeah, and uh, she sucked. <laughs> Because I still had to go in and and do my own editing, uh, uh, live and live and learn, I guess. Uh, so the next one, you know, you, you, I won't do that. Yeah, you'll know. To yeah, not to go back. Who not to go back to? Save you some right. time there. Exactly. Were you reading something else while you were writing this? I've I've always been there, curious about that because there were points I was. Yeah, yeah. that'd be yeah. tough. There's a lot of uh, influence of that in there as well. I, bet. I was reading a lot of. Uh, Anya Allborn at the time, and uh, if you've never checked her out, dude, definitely give her a read. Yeah, she's I gotta, got some rad books. I gotta um, look into that. She's 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 the type of author that kind of like me, um, and, and that's probably where I get it from. Is when you think you have it figured out, there's that twist that right. you're like, oh my god, that that shit's all messed all up, right? That's yeah. This is how this is supposed to work. Yeah, right, right. Uh, how yeah there's a lot of those in your book where you know where you get somewhere and you think okay what what now I'm like oh shit nope he's still yeah i'm not gonna <laughs> i'm not gonna lie to you it w i was like 10 pages in and i'm looking at the book thinking how the hell does he stretch this out for a couple hundred pages <laughs> yeah it clearly ends just like this in five pages <laughs> yeah. nope Absolutely. not at all yeah that guy's got the worst luck ever <laughs> <laughs> doesn't he doesn't <laughs> yeah he? yeah the ultimate shitty day <laughs> to kind of bring it back around to music and all that um Again, the book is Harvest. Josh Kirk's the author. You can't borrow mine. Find it on Amazon. It's worth your time. It's good stuff. I, uh, I'm not, uh, again, I'm not going to bullshit you. I was insanely jealous when it, it was before I had a damn Facebook page and he's sending me links and shit. Like, hey, look, Josh Kirk wrote a book. Fuck, Fuck that, that guy, guy man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Josh, yeah. <laughs> I was insanely jealous. And, uh, and I do have to say this, you know, Clint being a way better judge of a book than I, as we sit next to his shelf of 60, 70, probably actually way more than that on that. I've really only read the ones with it, pictures. Yeah, I've only read maybe three books. We talked about this book <laughs> before on the show. So, I mean, just people have to die and there has to be blood and stuff for me. But if Clint says it's good, 
It's fucking good. Appreciate it, guys. Appreciate Woo! It, I mean, I'm going to get stickers that say that. Clint says it's good. It's good. Well, it's yeah. only about books because it's nowhere not music. <laughs> no, <is> not <laughs> you didn't quantify that earlier. It stands. <laughs> you finally admitted I was right. About so everything. So we got it. So here comes the uh, and you got a heads up. So you, you're you're we let you cheat a little bit. We're going to give you the uh, the album question. The island. Everything album. has to come back to music on right. this right. podcast. Right. So you're shipped off to an album. To an album. You're shipped, shipped off, off to an album. <laughs> shipped off to an island. You can only take one album for the rest of your life. What's it going to be? Which Guar album is it going to be? Well, I'm going to be a. Uh, I'm going to be a little bit biased on this. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Being a left-handed guitarist as I am, you got to okay. take a Total Chaos album. No man. <laughs> I, you know, and I, like I said, you know, I jam. I jam the classics. So I'm going with a Hendrix. Hendrix. Nice. You know, Ultimate Experience. Which we were we were talking about him. This week, because Clint found uh, that actually or realized that Reader plays his bass straight strung backwards, like upside down. Well, Hendrix he played left hand guitar right, but he could also play it strung upside down. Right, and because his his was his dad or somebody made him. There's some weird story of why he could do that. Yeah, uh, what Hendrix album did you say? The Ultimate Experience. Experience. Yeah. Okay, I think that's. that's, uh, the um magnetic eye that uh, that Redux stuff, they did a uh, I think they've done that like two or three re- Redux ago. for yep. that album. They did I know they did a Hendrix album and then they did the helmet thing mm-hmm. and then obviously the Pink Floyd thing that we went yeah balls to the wall with a couple yeah. weeks ago. So there you go, Josh. Check that out. Man. We'll do. You know, we'll do. Shoot. All right. Well, thanks for being here, man. Thanks for having me, both you guys. Uh, that was that was rad. It was yeah. fun. It's a good time. And we're going to do it again in, uh, yeah, in a year when this other book comes out. In nine years. When <laughs> <I find laughs> Not if, you're, if your sister's a part of it, nine years. If it's just you. Yeah, it's, it's just me. Uh, well, real quick, do you have it? Do you, are you setting a date for yourself, a, t- uh, a deadline? No. Okay. No. All right. Uh, do you have it's it been, 2019, are you thinking, or 2020? Hopefully 2019. Brian's setting a date for you. 2019? Um, okay. But probably no later than 2020. We'll be, we'll be. <laughs> no later. <laughs> We'll be in this bitch with our our walkers and yeah. you know. You can take it. You can sell copies at a twenty year high school reunion. Right, right. <laughs> uh, no, nah, we'll uh, we'll definitely do it again. All right, we're up for that. Thanks, Josh, and uh, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thanks, guys. Hell yeah, that was good. That's fun. And you might be thinking, why bring a guy on your podcast that's not music related? Because it's our fucking podcast. We want to, right? Yeah, it's, it's, and we it's, like him. And he's, technically, it's not a local show, but. <laughs> It's also technically a local show. When your friend does something cool, right? You got to talk about it. Got to uh, talk about again, it again. Name of the book is Harvest. You can find it on Amazon and the link below. And the link below, his name is Josh Kirk. It's worth your time. Speaking of friends, expect to get it for Christmas. People who I will be getting Christmas presents for. Riff break. <laughs> We're back. There's a guy who had a lot of friends. He had a lot in of the music biz. Had being, yeah. His name was Chris. Um, he was singer of a band, Soundgarden, Audio Slave, and Tipple of the Dog. And you still haven't gone back and listened to Bad Motorfinger. No. So they're having a concert in his honor with uh, some some local bands in the area. <laughs> yeah, some, from L.A. Uh, Foo Fighters. Probably nobody you've ever heard of. And uh, that's the only reason Clint would ever go to L.A. Apparently, is to see. Dude, how fucking awesome would that be? Who else is going to be there? I only see them two. It doesn't matter. 
No, I'm just asking. We are. We're if a, Metallica and Foo Fighters are doing. A, well, I mean, Soundgarden's going to be the rest of Soundgarden's going to be there. Yeah. If Metallica and the Foo Fighters are doing some kind of Soundgarden tribute, Chris Cornell tribute, whatever. Uh, yeah, no, that you don't really need anything else. That's, no, you don't need any more. But I'm assuming there are more. All the people of those of Audio Slave and Temple of God will be there. But Temple of God, Temple of the Dog. Um, reading two sentences at once. That I mean, I hope that there's some kind of live stream or album put out after that. You know, I'm sure they can figure out something where proceeds go yes. to. Because I want, I want to hear that. I want to go to there. Uh, you know, fucking Metallica doing searching for the ground with my good eye closed or some crazy shit. That'd be <laughs> badass. Each ticket purchased will include a copy of Cornell's self-titled career retrospective album. I, you know, I was like never that. big on his solo stuff. It was a little if too. You want that pop music-ish for me, but at the same time, it wasn't bad. Like, he did that song for, uh, I want to say Casino Royale, one of the James Bond movies, mm-hmm. one of the more recent ones. And I mean, the song itself was good, I just can't do it on my personal time because... Did you ever like Audio Slave? Audio Slave the first album was alright. Everything else was kind of hit and miss. The story of the week. I don't even know how to talk about this. I, I, dude, you... it's, it's the uh, Threaten. Is it Threaten? I'm going with Threaten. And that's the guy's last name, air quotes. Yeah. Um, basically created a big old fat fake tour, kind of, I it's guess. Crazy. Promoters and all, and lying about his ticket sales. And uh, I mean, and, and apparently. To set up a European tour where, you know, he's faked all of this shit. And I assume he did it thinking that, you know, my, our name's going to be on the on, yeah. on this tiny shithole bar's. Thing people are going to come anyways just because it's because just because no that's not how it works no one came <laughs> there were there were reading through the articles there were was he even there yeah did he even showed up at these things yeah, but he's the guitar uh, player and singer no i thought he just didn't even go no no he was there they was there playing shows to exactly nobody yeah he said i sold it out you know i've sold 150 tickets it's sold out and he sold had actually had sold one ticket that's it, uh, the, I think the one ticket thing was where, like, a friend of one of the opening bands stuck around because he felt bad or some shit like that. It, it's in the story there. It, it's just, uh, this is such a massive story. I'm going to put it in the description because there's so much, so many layers. It's here, a, yeah, Metal Sucks has been constantly updating, so you can just put the one link in there and you'll get everything. <laughs> this is, this is just, the story is TBD. But I mean, his plan worked as far as getting the news out there, but. Uh, I mean, people are, are reporting on him about he is literally like his persona and his he has an attitude. He's an asshole. Like he doesn't say anything. And like, so, yes, you're getting press. And I, I think in this case, there's such thing as bad press. Um, yeah, because you're blacklisted. Yeah, <laughs> blacklisted. Like no one's going to fucking believe a word you say. It doesn't matter if people know who you are if you can't play anywhere. Right. So good luck to you, uh, Jared or and something. By good luck, we mean I hope I don't have off. to read about you ever again. Piss off. What a fucking turd. Speaking of not turds. Speaking of not turds. I, I totally said speaking of not turds. Wait, was that the last tour? Yep. Seven Dust. Has announced the tour. You know what? Let's do the Clutch tour first so that you can get a little bit of... Clutch tour, not coming to Columbus. Clutch announced the tour through, I think, February through March. Yep. That uh, is like the basically based in the center of the country and uh there's some texas and some wisconsin and west virginia all those things are in the middle of the country new york's in the middle of the country i said wait basically okay Okay. gotcha that's the last fucking stop gotcha anyways they are 
They're still touring for Book of Bad Decisions, and they will be for the next couple years because it's awesome, and they're awesome, and sooner or later they're going to come to Columbus. Stop trying to think you funny, Brian. What? Saying they're not? Yes. They always do. I know. Tours yeah. that are coming to Columbus and for the that, first time yeah. in fucking forever. That don't always do. They used to. They were a, a shoe-in Stable, every, yeah. year, every year in the past 10 years or what. I don't know the number, but they're never fucking here. Um, Seven Dust. To the Newport. At the Newport, which I don't know about you, but I haven't been to probably last time I saw Seven Dust. <laughs> I, last time I was there was when I saw Clutch tour their holiday run before Earth Rocker came out. That's three albums ago. Last time I was there, I saw a Christian metal band. I can't think of who it was. Okay. Devil Wears Prada was there, but it, they didn't. Wolves at the Gate. That's the last time I was there with a buddy of mine. Um, I've already emailed Lejean, and he says we can talk to him for like an hour or so. <laughs> so everyone tune in, and uh, let's see, when is it? I already have my ticket. It's uh, it's on February 25th, so the show after that, we'll have a full-on um, live show. Be sure to hit up Seven Dust. Uh constantly and uh, consistently to let them know how excited you are about them talking with us yeah. so that this might have some element of truth to it. <laughs> yeah. Because I really don't think that's going to happen. They like, they uh, they have people pay for the VIP packages, which means... What I could do is I could just edit another interview and just edit our view, our voices over the actual interviewer yeah. and we can pretend... We can be like the uh, threatened person. Oh my God, dude. Fake it. Tied it all together with a beautiful bow. Well yeah. done, Brian. That's <laughs> why I keep you around. All right. I, you can almost say I'm like the architect of this show, right? Oh, look at you doing things. See? I yeah. love it. In reviews, you know, I, I was looking around for some stuff to review, just looking through the new stuff and Clinton wasn't really coming up with anything. So I had the idea to... To uh, I saw Architects' new album, and it's like, you know, I always hear about these guys, and I happen to have just been checking them out a couple weeks ago because I just kept seeing people on YouTube, my, my guitar players on YouTube, saying their name. And I was like, let's let's review something that's mainstream for once. Okay. And I th- I think it's mainstream, right? I, they got I would, tons of yes, followers. I would definitely call it mainstream. But uh, I, I, Clint didn't know. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know, know if it's on the radio. Classify mainstream at this point. It's just. I'm assuming it's on the radio somewhere. It'd be crazy if it wasn't. But. So we're gonna. I don't even know the name of the album. Do you, do you know the name? Uh, of the album? Uno momento. Holy hell! I'm going to look at this. Do you want to go first? Or you want no? Me? I want you to go first because I, I, I'm not looking at this as a typical review as we would do of all the the fucking new cool underground shit that we've been finding. I'm looking at this as they are huge mainstream. Probably, you know, they're not as big as like Five Finger Death Punch and all that terrible garbage. Right. But uh, and and so for an overall, it's not bad. Um, they they steer from the sing song shit for the most part. Um, towards the end they get they get some some sing song stuff in there, but the dudes vocals stay brutal most of the time. There's some killer riffs going on, but here's the thing for me, I, and I can't fucking figure it out. That even though the the vocals never stop, mostly being brutal and 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 yelling, and he's yelling the kind of way I like that. He, there's notes in there, and you can understand what he's right. saying and stuff. It still just sounds straight up fucking made for radio. It which, does. but how? I can't figure out what in there is leading my brain towards that because the riffs are great, the vocals are pretty good, the choruses get heavier as they should. You know, the, right. the song structure for me is there, but I can't listen to it and not think I need to turn the blitz right now, kind right. of thing. But so, but on the grand scheme of things, I I dug it on that level. You know, it's kind of be like a Breaking Benjamin. You know, the best of the worst, if you will. Sure. Um, least worst of yeah. typo. 
Yeah. So I mean, I I don't I'm not it's not gonna be a regular uh I think it'd be great workout music. It's not gonna be a regular uh rotation, but I think I'm gonna go like three point one four. Oh my god. Pie shit. You are fired. Yeah. I am so disappointed in you. All the all the stuff I said previously, it's not rated on the same scale as like skeleton witch and all that shit. It's <laughs> it's a whole different scale. I uh remember uh not too long into this when we reviewed that new godsmack album Mm -hmm. yeah this might this is worse did you like it oh my god this is awful dude and what don't you you like about it i can't it's i won't argue with you about the whole it's hard to put your finger on what it is that is just comes across so generic Mm -hmm. it it, uh the term that i use for shit like this is that it's cookie cutter metal it's it's kind of like pre-shaped cut and paste that's when you say that stuff i think of the songs i write all day that you pretend to like it's like i mean I don't pretend what's, to like them. I actually the, like them. I know. What's the difference? I, I think it's the vocalists and the lyrics a lot of times. and the, Oh, the lyrics. Yeah, they're really cheesy. The lyrics are awful, man. <laughs> um, the uh, That might be it for me, too. That I, I, I can hear that he's singing the the most generic. Stupid uh, shit. Yeah. Um, I can't I can't get into his voice either, but you know, that's usually not a turnoff for me. It's, yeah. I think it's that it's somehow, it, the, you know, I'll give you that the riffs aren't bad. But somehow there's like a a popish feel to them. They're they're like pop metal riffs somehow. What do you think? It's a core. Is it a is it a metal core? I would yeah. I would go with that. Uh, I guess. I mean. I I mean I see what you. I agree with everything you're saying for sure. I, I just like with that Godsmack album. I I didn't make it through a single fucking song all the way. You know I I can't remember if I went solid zero with Godsmack, <laughs> but I'm going solid zero with this. I will never listen to this again. If it's your thing. You know, go with God. Good for you. Yeah, uh, it's a lot of people's stuff. There's uh, a lot of people's. There's thing. certainly better shit out there. Uh, it strikes me as like high school music. It, yeah, it's, yeah, like it's in which, the same vein as as Five Finger Death Punch, but better if there is a thing. What if that's right, well? There's a lot of better yeah. things. Yeah. Um, I, I you know, it, it's it's certainly not for me. This is um, it's the the you know I have to reiterate because you know I gave Four Stroke three. This is not better than Four Stroke by any means. Right. It's, it's, this is a, uh, a different like scale. I different have to say scale, that. Yeah, sure. Completely different scale. Uh, and as always, uh, just because you mentioned the scale, the the shits here, or I'm going zero, and Brian's going like thirty. You're on the original scale. Yeah. I'm on. I'm the, on. What's the, what they call that? Out uh, of zero out of five. What's the scale when you got when you got an A? Just because of the rest of the class did grading on a curve. Yeah, I'm grading on a curve. That's what I'm doing. There we go. All right, Gear Geekin. Are you going to talk about this other band you have on here? No. Okay. You 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 kiboshed a, a better <laughs> album. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! We can talk about that if you think that's. I I, I haven't to actually listened 30 to it. seconds. I haven't actually listened to it since then. A uh, quick Gear Geekin. I did get a new guitar, um, super fucking cheap because that's that's how I live my life off of Guitar Fetish, uh, from a guitarist. Earl Slick, I think is his name. They're Slick Guitars, and I forget. He was a guitarist for some famous band for his whole life. But it was on sale. It fucking has one humbucker. So it's got a volume knob, a humbucker, all brass hardware. It looks like it just got ripped out of the side of a of a barn. It's like the the bare minimum you could have on a guitar for a metal guitar. And uh, it's just okay. I mean, it needs definitely needs to set up. The strings are about three miles high off the frets. <laughs> I can't get the truss rod adjusted right and the string heights adjusted right. So... That's good, but if you know, for I think I paid one hundred fifty five dollars plus shipping, and if I was, I I am, but if I was like a super entry level guitar player, that would be my fucking Les Paul, man. I think, uh, I think we've just 
found out how we're going to have Kretzer back on. Talking about him making over my guitar? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, the, the, the idea here is to replace the, uh, the pickup with some super distortion or, or one of Dimebag's pickups or right. something like that. But anyways, that's all, that's all I got to say about that. Check out on Gear, Gear Fetish alone has a bunch of great fucking cheap, uh, all the parts you could build a guitar from. I've been meaning to get on there <laughs> for some bass fun. Um, I haven't got around to it yet. I've kind of made a decision where I, I'm trying to, I, I just bought another pedal and I'm kind of trying to not put more money into this stuff. I know you got my, a cab. I know. And I just got a new cab. Sure. It's, uh, there. Uh, I, I know what my next bass is going to be, and... Les Paul? Nope. Oh. I know what it's going to be. You can't tell me? I'm not going to tell you. I think I even know what color I'm going to get, and it's not the normal for me. Seafoam green? No. Oh, God, no. Uh, White? No. Damn it. Blue, green, yellow, purple? Shut up. So, uh, that may... This is all a very long way of it's me very, saying... very long way. Uh, I'm probably not actually going to look at that site anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do a real quick top three. Top three drummers. What makes you think it's going to be real quick? Because I have a feeling um, most of our lists are going to be sort of in line. No way. No way? No way. Okay. No way. I bet we both have data carry. Yeah? And then after that, there's uh, there's no way. Well, no, the other two for sure. The one, the one you're going to be like, ah, about. But, uh. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go first in, in no particular order. Vinny, that's the one you're going to go yeah, about. Yeah. Love Vinny. <laughs> his kid always cracked me up because his toms and everything were always so fucking huge. His kit. I thought you said his kid. No, his kit. Um, I always rocked the double bass, the actual two. The actual two, two bass drums, yeah. Um, I just always, I just always love that guy. Of course, Pantera is what it is. Um, Danny Carey, of course, because it's he carries ninety percent of the music, and and it's always sort of often weird Danny and Carey different. Tool, yes. With his if you're listening, weird ass <laughs> beats within a beat thing. Yeah, beats within a beat, and then uh, the guy from Psychoptic. <laughs> No, nah, I mean that dude's fucking. I mean, you know, the dude from Fear Factor, the dude from Psychop- Psychoptic. I mean, input. Any of those guys whose <laughs> whose legs are so fast they don't have to come up with beats; they can <laughs> right. just play along with the guitar riff. This fucking ridiculous. No honorable mention or anything there. No, right. I mean they're drummers. I love me some drummers, man. Also oh, do I. I uh, I was uh, well, Braun. I, I mean, Braun could be an honorable mention. Oh that dude's God, fucking dude fucking kills he it. Is amazing from Macedon. You know, we agree on the Danny Carey thing. Danny Carey's a. a fucking madman uh, again the whole beats within beats I, I lose myself in the end of anima every time i fucking listen to it with the shit that he's got going on and you know in conjunction with what justin chancellor's doing on the bass it's just so good I, jp gaster with clutch because that dude is the the epitome of in the groove he's definitely groove i would love to fucking jam with that dude i would love to be made to feel foolish by being in the same room with that guy and the genesis of me wanting to do this phil collins no (laughs) good call though (laughs) was uh dave turncrantz i'm sure i'm pronouncing that right and by right i mean wrong of russian circles i that's too easy to pick a a, what do you uh, mean too easy? A instrumental drummer. It's too easy. That's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> You're stupid. That's it. He is. He does some 
awesome stuff. Uh, and I, I, I've told anybody that's been unfortunate enough to deal with me talking to them about when I'm on the treadmill uh, that I will actually wear myself out playing the air drums to sit on guidance. It's good for the rotator cuff. While running on the fucking treadmill. I love that stuff. It's, oh, man, so good. Uh, I think we'll, you know what? Fuck it. We'll be, I don't know, maybe Matt Cameron for an honorable mention. Who's that? He's with Pearl Jam now. was with Soundgarden. No. Those drummers never did anything for me. Shit. Matt Cameron could do anything. Soundgarden. You know what? No. Honorable mention. uh, Matt Cameron could literally do anything. He could be. All right. We're not going to have this argument. Sure, he could do. He's he's an all-world drummer. What he did do. And, I mean, we're not even bringing up uh, Neil Pert. <laughs> no, well, yeah. Uh, but my honor- I guess I'll give my honorable mention to Lars Adler. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought Adler would be the first one he said. No, he'll get the honorable mention. Uh, he's too fucking nuts for me. He's he's like the metal version of Danny Carey. There's part of me thinking about, as a bass player, quote unquote, part of me thinking about a drummer is thinking about playing with him. And there's zero chance that I could keep up with Danny Carey or Chris Adler. Sure you can, just in gent style. No way. No possible way. But, you know, I, in some fashion, maybe because I've been drinking, I, I like to think that I could possibly be in the same building and play along with JP or uh, well, we, you know, Kranz from Russian Circle. If this podcast just keeps skyrocketing to the, skyrocketing to the top of the... Skyrocketing into the ground. To the top of the charts, you might, I mean... You might have your hand pick your drummer. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> or something that makes sense. Yeah. All right. We're on social media. Goodbye. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Find us. Like us. Uh, we're on all the places you can find podcasts. Review us. Give Review us, us. Zero stars. Give whatever. us three stars. Give us five stars. I, personally, I think it's a five-star thing, but that's my review. Eight people on iTunes agree with you. And, you know, how, how many more people do you actually need? Those people, nine, all are my guys or gals. Speaking of podcasts, wherever you're listening to us, make sure you hit the subscribe button so that uh, you never miss an episode of this coming at you every week. Whoop, whoop. Genuine goodness. Other than that, uh, I don't think you'll hear us again until after Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, we're taking next week off. I don't know how that works, but either way, it, uh, you won't hear us again until after Thanksgiving. So eat some turkey for me. We'll talk to you soon. Wait, don't we have an email? We have an email. Email us pictures of your turkey. EOStupidity at gmail.com. Is that an innuendo? <laughs> it's, I, we're going to find out. I like it. Send us a picture of your gobbler. <laughs> See your gizzard. Bye. <laughs>